The Secret Service arrests a man after he threatened to kill Donald Trump. Protesters in France throw dirt at a French politician. An AOC test positive for COVID-19 after a Florida vacation that was completely maskless. We answer all this in more just one second. If you can, please drop me a like, subscribe, and notifications on every single day. If you can listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladin Show on the podcast apps. Now let's get right into this. So the Secret Service arrests a man after he threatened to kill Donald Trump. The U.S. Secret Service has arrested a man for allegedly making multiple comments threatening to kill the former president, according to prosecutors, on Monday. He was a 72-year-old New Yorker. Now, before we read too much of this, because the mainstream media is not going to cover this the way it should, because if this was the other way around, it would be nonstop coverage for the next seven years. But, um, you know, so like and share, subscribe to help this show grow and the real news get out there. So someone tweeted out, Secret Service agents arrested a 72-year-old New Yorker, Thomas whatever, this morning for threatening to kill, kidnap, and inflict bodily harm on former President Trump. The 17-year-old man from Rockaway Beach, New York, called the Secret Service and left voicemails in which he expressed his intent to murder the individual. A broken federal crime complaint specified that individual one is a person who was president of the United States from January to, you know, whatever. The complaint says that July 21st, 2020, uh, he initially told the U.S. Capitol Police that if Trump loses the 2020 election and refuses to step down he would acquire weapons and take him down this is clearly a crazy guy he's 72 he's probably got dementia he's he's probably com- completely insane uh, i just want to be clear I, I would not consider this guy indicative of the overall of the left um but you know they'll they'll strategically ignore this they'll strategically cover this in a way uh, that benefits their side. On January fourth, twenty twenty one, a voicemail reportedly said, "I'm going to do anything I can take to anything I can do to take him out." Oh yeah, that's a threat. Come and arrest me. I guess they, <laughs> I guess they did what exactly what he told them to. I will do anything I can to take him out and his twelve monkeys. If I had the opportunity to do it in Manhattan, I that would be awesome. Tomorrow, Trump will be in Georgia. Maybe I will. The 12 Monkeys refers to 12 members of Congress who helped Trump, according to the complaint. Uh, someone tweeted out the 17-year-old has been charged with threatening, okay, the Secret Service agents arrested him. He's expected to make his initial court appearance this afternoon in Brooklyn Federal Court. On September 24th, he allegedly called the Secret Service and asked about an agency's protection uh, of Trump and his kids and what weapons they use. Who? If you're, what? That, why would you call the Secret Service and ask those questions? I used to do a prank when I was a kid. We would call targets and, and ask them, oh, yeah, how tall are your ceilings? And we'll, we'll ask them and be like, are your vents connected through the roof? And, like, how how tall is the roof? You know what I mean? We'll make, you know, do you, what time do you guys normally lock the doors? Like, what time is you guys, like, normally is everyone out of the place? You know, and the joke would be, like, oh, we're asking questions because we're going to rob the place at night. And that's what this guy's doing, but it doesn't seem like a joke. Um, the complaint said he, uh, he also asked if he could arrange a protest at Trump's house on Pearl Harbor Day. Again, November 8th, uh, he reportedly called them to say is Hitler and will do everything he can to make sure he is dead. There's a contract out to kill him. Um, this guy is probably radicalized by CNN, but we're not going to hear any talks about that from the mainstream media, obviously. At the beginning of December, he called to say that he has a 22 caliber weapon and that a new civil war could break out and taking arms up against the government is justified when ballots don't matter. On Monday, uh, the judge offered uh, ordered him to be released on $50,000 bonds and conditions 
the GPS monitoring and home curfew. Uh, he must attend mental health and al alcohol treatment. He is prohibited from any contact with the Trump and his family and is not allowed to go to any of his properties. Um, obviously, you're not going to hear the media cover this the way it should be covered. Um, so it's up to you guys to spread the real news and the news that is actually kind of important. Um, the last time a guy tried to kill Trump, he, was, he got like, what, like a 60 Minutes interview? Like when Trump was running for president and this guy charged the stage. And he was like, he was actually you know, trying to do harm to Trump. He got a 60 minute interview. So up on screen is videos of French protesters throwing dirt and apparently seaweed at a French politician that supported, um, this is against the vaccine, uh, domestic vaccine passports. Um, so people in French are obviously getting pissed off, but um, you know, normally I would say it's not right to do this type of stuff, but the guy was actually like come on bring it on throw it at me so he, he kind of consented to getting dirt thrown at him so uh, that, that, cha that changes the situation a little bit normally i'd say it's not right to do but let's read but before we get into real news obviously click all the engagement buttons it's the only way this show can grow so tensions are boiling over in france after uh the president is uh, asserted that the unvaccinated were no longer citizens in an attempt to piss them off President's worries immediately sparked outrage, causing French, uh, France to erupt in protest, primarily centered around stopping the vaccine mandates. Uh, someone tweeted out, French politician gets trash thrown at him by protesters against domestic passport system. One of the such protests seemed to have resulted in the MP being attacked with dirt and seaweed at his home. A viral video shows a politician attempting to dodge what is thrown at him. Many speculate that the reason protesters attacked him is that he supported the vaccine mandate, creating unfavorable outcomes for individuals living in France who haven't gotten the jab. Paris protesters, on the other hand, decided that they would adopt uh, his, his rhetoric. They shouted, we'll piss you off, in a clear taunt directed at the president. France, is now, uh, France like many U.S. cities, uh, has a large lockdown uh, the un of the unvaccinated. Uh, French citizens are required to show proof of vaccination status in order to enter virtually any business or public building. I'm about to screen this video of just so many people going out to protest. There's got to this got to be a crowd of thousands of people. It is 26 seconds of video sped up of completely people just completely packed uh, moving along. Uh, the president said that he is not uh, he will not send the unvaccinated to prison, but will work alongside with other politicians to remove their right and ability to function normally in society. So. You know, if you're not if you're not gonna get vaxxed in France, even in some U.S. cities, even in just United States in general, uh, it seems like the what the the left, what these globalists, what these radical tyrants are doing is adopting the fact of we're not gonna force you to get vaccinated, we're not gonna lock you up for not getting vaccinated. We're just gonna make sure you just actually cannot do a single thing until you get vaccinated. That's basically prison. That's basically jail without throwing you into jail. These people are sick in the head. You know what? These people aren't sick. They, they are clearly sick in the head. But they're more deranged on the side of clamoring and fighting for power. The people who are the clearly 100% deranged, one, deranged ones are the ones that keep voting for these people, the ones that are supporting those types of policies, the average everyday people who believe that you should not have any rights Unless you get vaccinated, those are the people who are truly deranged. And most of that is complete brainwashing from the mainstream media and big tech.
So AOC tests positive for COVID-19 after a Florida vacation. Sorry I'm a little bit late to cover this one, but because uh, we want the real news to spread, obviously click like, share, subscribe, click all the engagement buttons on the way the show can grow. So New York Congresswoman AOC is tested positive for COVID-19 according to the statement from her office on Sunday. Breaking AOC test positive from COVID, she was fully vaccinated and boosted. AOC has reportedly experienced symptoms and recovering at home. The congresswoman received her booster shot this fall and encouraged everyone to get their booster shot in the CDC guidance. Um, and this comes out. I'm going to show the photos of her, you know, despite what she was promoting. Uh, so that's right. The AOC office announces that she is tested positive for COVID. She's experiencing symptoms and recovering at home. Okay, whatever. We read that. Um, and then I have photos up on screen of her lounging around in Florida, completely maskless, getting some cocktails. And then she's at a drag queen bar, uh, taking pictures with groups of people. Everyone seems pretty sweaty from the dancing and from the heat, getting real close, taking selfies. Um, you know, I'm sure that had nothing to do with her getting COVID, her not following the guidance that she wants uh, everyone else to follow. I'm sure that has nothing to do with her getting COVID. Florida's lieutenant governor has tweeted AOC's uh, New York state of mind clearly doesn't mind being in a free state of Florida, mask-free, of course. Callian McEnany tweeted, I guess she's enjoying the freedom-loving utopia of Florida over her mandate-ridden New York. At a bar, AOC is seen hugging her maskless individuals and standing in a larger group. And here's the thing. Uh, last week, uh, Ron DeSantis commit, commented on the issue saying, if I had a dollar for every lockdown politician who decided to escape to Florida over the last two years, I'll be a pretty good and wealthy man, let me tell you. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to go maskless, if you want to go congregate with people and you get sick, who cares? That is a decision that you made upon yourself. And that goes with COVID, that goes with Omicron, that goes with Delta, that goes with the regular seasonal flu, that goes with a cold, that goes with any type of airborne contagion that is pretty common, okay? Those are the risks you're taking by going, leaving your house. It's a risk we've taken every single day of our lives, even prior to COVID, that we really never even thought about. Hey, I remember of times people not wanting to get sick from the regular flu season. And they'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to go out tonight. You know, I really don't, I can't afford getting sick. I, I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of stuff to do. So I'll stay in tonight. I, I, I've heard people say that before, even before COVID. Okay. But now because there's COVID, now because it's something hyper-politicized, everything is different. The whole, everything is different now because it's, it's hyper-politicized and it needs to be used for political purposes. I don't remember if I told you guys about this yesterday or the last time I had my show or not, but I play a game called World of Warcraft, right? And there was a bug in the game where an actual virus was spreading throughout the whole game, like between the characters. And one character had this plague on him, and when he would run around and come in contact with other characters, that character would also get the plague, and it would spread in entire cities in the game with hundreds, sometimes thousands of people overall would get sick and their characters will die. So what happened? <laughs> the characters, the people who were playing the game, decided to go to lower populated areas, set up little like quarantine zones, and I'm sure there were probably people checking to make sure that anyone entering you know, wasn't infected because there were people who were purposely going around trying to infect people. You know, it, you know it happens probably in real life too, probably not as common uh, considering it's a video game. You know, it's more common in a video game because it's a video game. Um, you're not really dying. But you get what I'm saying. People purposely spread diseases all the time, but that's really rare in real life. But anyways, 
epidemiologists looked at this to track and see how humans would behave in an actual epidemic, pandemic, whatever it is, situation. And what they found was people, without the use, of, I mean, obviously the game developers had to shut a, shut the thing off to fix the problem, but people took it upon themselves to avoid the problem. <laughs> the The beauty of freedom, the beauty of people working together as a community when there is a problem, okay? And I think that that's the biggest takeaway from that. But obviously it doesn't seem like any sense of that study was ever adopted into real world use because it's something that can be politicized. And I said it from day one, even before I knew about that study. I, I literally even said it, and you guys might remember from the show. If the government was to do absolutely nothing and it was killing people, people would take it upon themselves to take their own personal responsibility to mitigate their own personal damages or damages to their community. That, that is a fact. Because we could barely find any correlation between free states and non-free states when it comes to this COVID spread. Like, we can barely find any coordination, co you know, correlation, considering the multitude of factors and variables based on the weather, based on the age of the, of the population there, based on the population, maybe, obviously, populations in Florida, some areas that might be more older, sicker people there than places in California. You know what I mean? There's a lot of factors to take into consideration, but like regardless, it's hard to even find any correlation between it, and it's even harder to equate all the all the the data into the equation. It, it's very difficult because we have to also talk about density of cities and stuff like that. Like it is it, a lot into the into the equation, but what we're not seeing is is anything that's like oh yeah, clearly, obviously, forcing everyone to state lockdown that worked clearly. If we look over here, like this, bare you can barely find anything like that. Um, at least in the long term. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop a like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can listen to Flow Pillar Show, the Joey Saladino Show, and other podcast apps. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Peace out.